0: Welcome back to the Off of the Couch podcast. Maggie here. My guest today is Deepak Saini. He's an anti-aging and longevity coach who spent many stressed years in the corporate world and overcame an autoimmune condition, a back injury, and had a lifelong battle with obesity. Now he helps other people, By keeping up on research and staying at the forefront of emerging and cutting-edge health research. He's also a speaker, course instructor, and writer. And he says he's actively working on becoming a centenarian. Here's Deepak. well good morning and um, um why don't we start with your backstory, if you don't mind
1: absolutely you know first of all like thank you for having me here today Maggie I really appreciate it so uh yeah I mean I'll, I'll be I'll be brief I don't wanna I don't want to bore your listeners here but uh I was always the chubby kid like always growing up I can't remember a time when I wasn't um and then by the time I was 17 18. I was, so I'm, 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 I'm 5'11 in a smidge. Like I'm not quite six feet. So by the time I was 17, I was over 270 pounds. Oh, wow. So using BMI as, you know, I would be classified as morbidly obese. So in those last four years, I put on a hundred pounds, like really, really fast, really quickly. Wow. Uh, part of that was I was playing football, which I thought was like a good thing to do. Uh, I mean, no, no, I got a lot, got, got a lot from football, but I just, I just put on weight. There was no real management. Uh, you know, if you're, you're bigger, that's great. You know, there was no nutrition there, nothing. You just, you know, and I'm, that sort of thing. Uh, so then, yeah. So yeah, I suffered with uh, going back as far as I can think of autoimmune stuff. I was, I get sick all the time and you know, they never really could figure out what was with me. You know, I did all sort of tests. They thought I had maybe leukemia at one point, which oh my gosh. I, I, I didn't. Thankfully, thankfully. Uh, but uh, yeah, so 270 pounds, and then over the next, gosh, 15, 20 years, played the roller coaster diet ride. Try everything, lose 20, gain 25, lose 25, gain 20. That up and down type of thing. Uh, and then I slowly, slowly whittled that away, basically by doing chronic cardio. Uh, you know, just just pounding it. I started, you know, doing got back to running in you know in my early 30s, doing races, working my way up to marathons. Uh, but that actually what is what really broke me. So eight years ago, I ended up um so so the weight had sort of come down a bit, but I was still I was just you know skinny fat, right? My my legs yeah. and, and my arms had gotten pretty lean from all that running and stuff like that, but I was still still fat around, uh, around the midsection and, uh, just pounding, pounding the pavement, preparing for races. I end up uh, hurting my back really bad. So not only was I getting sick all the time still, although I'd started to work on that, I was still too heavy, still too fat. If I hurt my back, uh, I had no flexion. So I couldn't bend over at the waist. So I couldn't tie my shoes and put on <laughs> my socks hard, getting in and out of a chair that includes getting off and on the toilet and, uh, but the worst, the, the most impetus thing was our youngest daughter was just a baby at the time. Uh, and, uh, I couldn't even bend over to pick a 10 pound baby wow. out of her crib. Uh, I'd have to sit in a chair. My wife, we could put her in my lap and I could interact with her, but I couldn't stand up. I wasn't confident enough standing up. I was afraid I'd get shooting pain and dropper or something. Right, right. So, I, so so, that was my real low point. And I didn't, I didn't recognize it at the time, but in hindsight, now I probably was in depression. I wasn't golfing. I wasn't running, couldn't pick up my yeah. daughter. So that led me on a journey to heal my back. And uh, where I live, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty much everywhere, you know, in the Western society. Uh, I, I like to say the, 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 the medical system wasted 18 months of my health with misdiagnoses, uh, you know, ineffective shots and treatments, et cetera, et cetera. So I finally just took matters into my own hand, did the research, went down Someone called alternative. I, I don't know if there's a, that's a varying degree of what that means, but let's call it alternative measures, uh, and appealing my back. Uh, the welcome byproduct was the last 60 pounds of fat that I was holding on to just melted away in a number of months and my autoimmune condition in Pretty much just disappeared. So, in trying to heal my back and making lifestyle changes, primarily through bringing inflammation down through through nutrition, mostly, everything that I suffered with for years and years just cleared up. And people started asking me, like, "What you doing? You know, what you know? Can I take you out for coffee? Can I pick your brain?" And that was my impetus to, huh, maybe there's something here. And you know, I, I ruminated on that for a while, but eventually, I decided to. Make a career change. I'm a CPA by profession, so accountant working in in corporate accounting, and I decided that I'm going to go in this uh, new direction that I do now of coaching others to uh, you know better better themselves.
0: Nice. And what was it that you found? um, Where did you find that answer? To the uh, you said it was an um, anti-inflammatory diet.
1: Yeah. So it started with you know just doing the research, and what I had found was. so the, the big driver for me, I guess, was PRP or platelet rich plasma treatments. So, uh, do do you know what that is, Maggie? You should be helpful. To no, explain I that? don't. Yeah. yeah so if ba- you want. yeah, so for your audience, basically they they draw blood, uh, your own, your own blood, obviously, and they spin it in a centrifuge, and all the components of the blood separate, and they take the platelets, which is just the smallest, maybe ten percent of your blood volume or thereabouts, uh, which is super got all the rich uh, concentrated antibodies and 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 stuff. So they separate that and they put it in vials and then they inject back in the uh, site of, of pain. So for me, so I had uh, uh, what I found out after doing an MRI, pain out of my own pocket because I didn't want to wait, you know, twelve months or whatever to to get an MRI paid through through the system. Yeah,
0: because you're in Canada, is that correct?
1: Yeah, I live I live in Canada. Yeah. 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 So okay. yeah, socialized, um, you know, system. As here.
0: advantages and disadvantages, yeah.
1: Ab- absolutely. Um, so you know, once I got properly diagnosed with pa- getting an MRI, so I have degenerative disease in my L4, L5, L5, S1. So low back for those that know. So yeah, they take the, the platelets and then they inject right into the site. So when I went for my consultation, they told me like, like shoulder, knee, ankle, probably one treatment is, is probably, most people are is good with that. Low back though, really tricky. That might take three or four sessions. Uh, mm-hmm. and it's not an inexpensive procedure to pay, especially out of pocket. Uh, so I ended up having to do seven or eight, uh, eight of those um, treatments. And again, you kind of go in a four to six week cycle uh, to do that. So that, that was number one. But then as I started researching more and just like, what can I do to heal myself? You know, I just came with the concept of inflammation in general and that if we introduce, infl- and that comes from various sources, nutrition being one, and probably the biggest one for most people, certainly was the biggest for me. Um, I went to the, back to the doc, it, you know, as, at my next appointment, I said, you know, like, I'm an accountant, you know, I, I think I'm pretty smart and I'm pretty decent at researching, but am I understanding the science right here? If I bring inflammation down in general, this procedure should work better. Am I am I understanding this Right. And he's like, oh, yeah, you absolutely got that right. Yeah, if you bring inflammation down, you know, this, even though they're injecting at sight, it works systemically, the, the, the platelets, uh, as, as, as many other sort of treatments do. So I was about to just chew him out for not telling me this beforehand, but he kind of stopped me. He must have read the expression on my face. He kind of stopped me. He's like, look, I'll be honest with you. Most people will not change their lifestyle. I kind of just forget to tell them that this would actually help. They just want the magic bullet, the magic pill, in this case, you know, the procedure. And I said, listen, I'm, I'm not running. I'm not golfing my, my two favorite activities. I can't pick up my daughter. I'm desperate here. I'll do whatever. So that day cold Turkey, I just started to eat clean. Now that's evolved over time for for me. Right. But I basically, you know, at a high level stopped, you know, stopped drinking, stop eating pizza, eat more green vegetables and, 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 away we go. So I found that the procedures uh, are not only, cause I mean, you're you inducing inflammation from the procedure itself. And then that's part of the whole, you know, a healing process as well. Right. So, you know, it would take like two to three days just to even feel good after the procedure to get back to normal activity. Uh, like I wasn't running or anything, but, you know, just trying to do some movement, do some elliptical trainer, you know, low, low impact type of stuff, walking, uh, but I was fine as I was like, after, you know, bringing inflammation down through my diet, I was like, I could recover within a day. And then I was like, oh, okay. And uh, I think I'm getting a little bit more range of motion in my back. It's not quite where I want to be. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do another procedure and I'll do another procedure, uh, you know, again, that four to six week uh, cycle. And then it's kind of funny because, you know, as life happens, I'm, I'm sure most of your listeners, you know, totally understand this. Again, I was working, still working corporate at this time. You get a little bit behind, you got the kids, blah, blah, blah. You're like, you did miss laundry. Geez, I need a pair of pants from the back of the closet. So I, you know, grab a, you know, not in the regular rotation pants, mm-hmm. put them on. And I was like, huh. So I call my wife. I was like, I think I might've lost some weight. These pants are a little bit big. And she like looks at me. She's like, what are you an idiot? Of course you've <laughs> lost weight. You can totally see it in your face. And I was like, Oh, really? So I've never, again, for someone who struggled with weight their whole life, I've never really wanted to like step on the scale daily uh-huh. or anything like that. So, you know, go in the back of the closet, you know, blow the dust off, uh, off the scale step on. I was like, Holy crap. Like I've lost like 40 pounds. Nice. That's the last time I checked, which was kind of before I started this procedure with the PRP and everything. So I was like, huh? So okay, I can just keep going on it recovered. I mean, I'm not going to reverse my damage to my disc. All I can do is keep my body strong, keep my core strong so that I don't further damage it. Uh, I, would, I work on that diligently. I do have a very robust stretching routine that I do daily. Uh, and of course, uh, you know, bringing inflammation down through many sources, but primary, uh, primarily nutrition. So yeah, that's that was kind of my big driver. And that's kind of what I try to get people to start to think about for themselves as well.
0: Interesting. So your back is, is good now and you've gone on to help other people with similar issues or who, um, who do you mainly work with?
1: Yeah, no. Th- yeah. Thanks for the question. So I'll say my back is good to the effect that I don't Well, want two things. One, I, I continue with my exercises and my stretching daily. And two, I don't do some of the activities I used to do like golf, for example, I love golf for my type of back injury golf is probably one of the worst you know uh activities I could do that twisting motion with a, an up down with a with an impact at the at the low end right so I already have a problem with flexion so you know hitting the ball or the ground and you know sometimes <laughs> we miss right at the ground uh, at the at the at the twisting at the at the low point that is terrible for someone with my back injury. so I, I just gave up golf and I, I found other things to to, to fill that role Uh, So when I started helping other people started, got into the coaching field, you know, I started working with people who were like me, you know, weight loss, back pain, uh, you know, that type of thing. But as I evolved myself and what my goals are, you know, Maggie, let me take a step back. So you know, when you were someone like myself mid-career and I, you know, I was in middle management at this, at this time. So trying to climb the corporate ladder, feeling sick, low energy, back pain you know the whole deal you know you, you're just trying to get to the end of the day yeah you know, then you're just like okay if i just uh, just need to make it to the weekend you know i'm just trying to oh uh, we got a vacation coming if i could just make it to you know it'd be so good to go away somewhere warm you know and it's the same in our in my career just, but you know just get that next promotion just get the this the that You know, it's always just this short-sighted thing so once i healed myself and then, you know, got into this work and started working with people, and expanded my own mindset of like what is possible, you know. So I'm publicly stated this goal. I've I've stated this for five or six years now. Like I plan to be a healthy centenarian. So you know, and people when when people think about aging, they probably have a lot of negative connotations. Maybe a parent or a grandparent of theirs suffered was in a home. I, I certainly had that in my family. I have Alzheimer's in my family, so I've seen my aunt suffer in the hospital for her last few years etc cetera, etc cetera. that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about living in your own home on your own terms playing with your great grandkids i still plan to paddle stand up paddleboard snowshoe That whole that's what i'm striving for so as i open that for myself my that mindset for myself and who i want to be as a person that's evolved of the type of people that i want to work with as well so now i kind of work with people who want you know, that long health span, right? It's not it's not lifespan, it's health span, how long we're healthy, longevity, anti-aging, even if we can use that term. So that's kind of the, the people I, I work with now who have that, you know, that want that for themselves, that have that a different mindset of what aging looks like.
0: Yeah, well, that sounds like so much better than your first, uh, you know, getting to the end of the week getting to the vacation getting to the end of the day you know and and um and honestly as i've done these interviews it's kind of um opened up the idea that it's not just about telling people what they could eat that would be better or how they could exercise that would be better um but yeah what the potentials are and what the possibilities are and and you know that there, yeah, there's a whole different way. And the, you want to be able to enjoy your life. And, and a lot of people eat from that stress of, you know, if I could just make it through the day, maybe I'll have this cupcake in the break room. And then, you know, it's sort of a snowball effect downwards, which you sound like you're on a snowball effect upwards.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like one of the things I like to say is that, you know, we as a society, we been conditioned to accept aging. So I, I try to have my clients or just, just people in general, your audience for that, you know, in examples, just think bigger and bolder, you know, you, you know, to change people's mindset around what aging actually means, especially with, you know, and, and I take a very holistic approach with people and a very individualized approach with people. Um, but and, and I think you got to start with the foundations. You got to start with the basics. But once you get past that and you get those dialed in, and we can talk about some of those in a second, you, the new technologies that we have now you know, for those who are, you know, willing and, and, you know, have the resources to do do that, like, there is absolutely no reason you can't extend your healthy years, your health span by 10, 20 plus years.
0: Nice. Well, just um, thinking, you know, differently in that, you can strengthen your body and eat better and get rid of that inflammation versus, uh, the downhill side of like type two diabetes, or, you know, when people get older now and weaker, we give them a walker (laughs) so they can support themselves with some metal, you know, instead of saying, Hey, why don't we strengthen those muscles?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, you know, people over 70 are not my, you know, my, my, my niche per se, or, or, you know, the, who I typically work with, but I have worked with a lot of seniors. I've done some consulting stuff with some, you know, clinics and things like that, or, or, you know, friends, like, can you work with my mom? And I'm like, you know, kind of feel obligated to help them yeah. out again. That's not, you know, but like, yeah, just getting on some simple, very body weight, strength training exercises. Um, I have a recent, uh, you know, client that I worked with who, who was, a you know, a friend's mom and, she had some, you know, obviously I'll keep it confidential. But long story short, you know, seventy plus, mid seventies, you know, just she was already eating pretty good. You know, just tweaked a few minor things, but really just started like moving more and strength training. Nice. Six months, she like lost thirty five pounds. Her cholesterol got better, blood pressure improved. She bought another six. So she was on the reason she came to me or her, her 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 kids asked me to help her, is her doctor wanted to put her on like five medications.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: And she was able to buy herself like 6 months of like just let me try and work on this and and she bought her you know she's not where she, perfect where she needs to be but we made such a difference or she she made the difference. Mm-hmm. Um she bought herself at least another 6 months before she has to go on these medications. So for someone in their mid 70s like I think that is fantastic and and it started with just simple movement and doing some basic body weight strength training. So I think for people who are I mean, anyone, 20, 30, 40, 50, doesn't matter. Anyone, everyone can benefit from that.
0: Yeah. So you said you had um, foundations that you start with. What, uh, what specifically?
1: Yeah. So I I have kind of like seven big buckets that I like in, when I work with people. So, you know, mindset is number one. Like, again, goes back to that. Like you got to think bigger and bolder and change your thinking about aging. You have to like, Realize why are you doing this? So again, I'll just use myself as an example. I already touched on it before. Being able to heal my back, so I could pick up my daughter and interact with my children, was my purpose. Was my why of why I was doing everything. Losing the weight that I struggled with, that I carried for all those years, welcome byproduct. You know, clearing up my autoimmune condition, or at least putting in remission welcome byproduct but that was my purpose and now my purpose is to help others you know be their exceptional self so it's it's changed so to really dig on to people like why you want to make this change what is it for is it so you can be the fun grandparent is it so you can not go through what your parent or grandparent went through you know being in dementia or or, or any sort of other health issue you know and really digging on that and of course there's a lot of other things that I'm just talking high level here so that's number one Uh, Two is nutrition and again there's no one size fits all for everyone and I'll challenge anyone who says that this is the best or you have to do this like no it's super individualized, you know there's so many things obviously gender age activity levels ethnicity um you know your culture and then right down to epigenetics and and you know for my one-on-one clients you know we actually we do testing to okay. you know, get into that to, to really know and of course there's a bit of trial and error as well right like some people can handle tomatoes and they chase other people can't and really what's what's works for you um obviously um my wife and i have different genetics and our kids are a mix of the two of us but they're also in a different life stage so while 80% of what eat I'm just using myself as an example again, in our household is the same, there are nuances between me and my wife and me and my wife and our kids, because we have different needs and, and different genetics. So, you know, really dig into that. Uh, again, cannot emphasize enough, individualized. And then movement, which is you know, catch all. So that means strength training. That means low-level movement. That means cardio. That'll, you know, that also means stretching, you know, all that type of stuff uh, as well. Stress reduction. So, you know, I, I lump in there sleep and, you know, you know, all those other kind of things, Re- recovery as well can, you know, can come in there. You know, I make this joke all the time. Re- recovery from your exercise is not sitting on the couch for two days. Recovery from your exercise is proper stretching, keeping limber, doing some light movement the next day, even though you're sore, you know, et cetera. Uh, and then environmental factors, which many people, uh, you know, don't talk about in my space. Uh, you know, there's people who have their niches, you know, they're like this and this, and this, but I try to bring it all, all together. So environmental factors, your air or water, heavy metals, etc. cetera. <clears throat> Excuse me. Something I call, you know, it, my, my catch call, catch term for it is like, don't do stupid stuff, but a bit, it's basically like a risk and reward, right? Every, every choice we make in our life has a, has, has a, has a risk benefit to it. So like, okay, I'm going to, I love skydiving, Maybe this is an extreme example, but I love skydiving. Okay, great. What is everything you can do to mitigate any risk to that? You know, and you know, I I like riding motorbikes. Okay, what is everything you can do to mitigate that risk? Not that I promote those things or would even encourage anyone to do those for long-term health, but if you're going to do it anyway, what to mitigate? Maybe it's eating that cupcake in the break room. Okay, what are you gonna do to mitigate that? You know, maybe it's taking some supplements that are gonna mitigate that risk or flush those toxins out of you, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And then uh, then the last bucket, again, I alluded to earlier, only for those who are really ready for it. You got to get those foundations in place first is, you know, more advanced topics, the cutting edge science. That could be getting, could be using tech. And I got a bunch of tech in my office here to get in a, you know, mindful, better in mindfulness easier to check your heart rate variability so you can track track your sleep all the way to you know procedures to like getting stem cells done on you or exosomes or etc cetera, etc cetera. so it pulls the whole gamut and of course i don't do those things myself i'm not a i'm not a doctor uh but i have a you know vast network of uh, practitioners pretty much i like think i say around the world i would say at this point now where i can refer out to, to people if you actually want to get this done if you're you know, at that point. Where, but again, you got to get all the foundations. And if you're not eating well, and you're not sleeping well, go and get in stem cell procedure for longevity. It's like, doesn't even make sense at this point.
0: Nice. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah. So you can kind of customize it depending on how much effort they want to do, how much they want to spend, how much time they have, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, I have a group program that's at a lower price point, and and get people through those, you know, the the, the five main basics. And then for uh-huh. my one-on-one clients, then we really, I mean, it's more of an investment for them, obviously. But you know, then also we get into that, and most of them want to do again step seven and get to, you know, the advanced things and going to get some procedure done or 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 or, or optimize themselves through technology and et cetera.
0: Okay, very interesting. Well, I did notice um, one thing you a couple things from your website. Um, you have a longevity tracker workbook.
1: Yes, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I think one of the things that people sometimes struggle with, and Maggie, you touched upon it earlier, you know, just knowing what's, you know, what's the right thing to do, and and, and in the right time frame, and when should I, you know, maybe I'm going to do meal timing or fasting, like when, when, when to do it, you know, that sort of thing. So, you know, what I like to help my clients with, or just anyone, you know, like, you know, it's just to implement the correct and simple habits so that they can regenerate themselves to have healthy aging. So yes, on my website, we have this, uh, this uh, uh, tracker workbook and it's a a new version is coming out. So I think uh, in the next couple of days or so, so when, when this uh, video is released or this podcast is released um, the the new one will be there new and improved. So it's going to be at my website, deepakcnehealth.com slash freebie. And you can download that for oh, yourself, perfect. and there's some information there on sort of the five basics that I talked about earlier, and then a 30-day let's call it log or tracker, so you can track your progress on these things and start to build that habit, uh, you know, at a, at, a, at a very high level for yourself.
0: Oh, very nice. Um, and then I also noticed you had written a blog about um, a game plan for the holidays, and I thought that might be something really helpful since we have. Uh, I yeah, this will be coming out right after Thanksgiving, but we're just getting started into the season where everybody brings all their candy and baked goods to the office or you know wherever you go. What? Absolutely,
1: absolutely, yeah. So maybe you a couple of quick quick tips would that be helpful? From, from yeah, that? absolutely. Yeah, so you know, I, I think this this would be this is my strategy. I'll, I'll share my strategy. So number one. You know, typically you're going, maybe you don't always know like what the host is going to have, but if, you know, if it's family, you're like, Hey, what are we having? Or, you know, aunt Helen always brings this or, and you know, your mom or whatever, always bring So you, you have a, generally an idea of what's going to be there. So I guess number one for me is I would, you know, let, let's, let's say it's an evening, it's a dinner or something like that, or like a late afternoon type of event. You know, I would certainly work out uh, first thing in the morning, probably strength training, really deplete my muscle glycogen. Uh, or, sorry, muscle, you know, uh, sugar, you know, for, 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 to put it simply yep. for people. Stay, you know, be well hydrated afterwards, have some water. I would probably go to that uh, event fasted. Now, now, if people aren't ready for that, then maybe have something light. If you're not already into fasting, don't just jump to fasting. Have something light. Bring something, you know, if usually these are potlucks or events kind of contributing. Uh, bring something that you know you want to eat. Maybe that's a veggie platter. Maybe that's a, you know, a keto or low carb inspired version of a dish or, or, or something you know maybe it's you know a uh, meat and cheese pot or whatever something that you know works for you that you know you can eat that, that way you know you at least there's one thing you can eat and then I would certainly you know stay you know hydrated drink lots of water you know if you're if one chooses to drink alcohol that's completely fine but at least go one for one so for every drink have a glass of water and then afterwards and the, you know there's certainly again I'm not going to get into it here but there's certainly supplements that one could use to mitigate, uh, you know, glycemic, uh, jumps, uh, mm-hmm. from the food that you might choose to eat. Um, and, or, you know, maybe it wasn't the best for you to sort of help your body detox it after the fact. So that that's kind of high level. Some, some couple tips for, for the holiday season, you know, uh, you know, so then whatever you do eat, you're going to, it's going to go right first, go right into your muscles because you depleted because you did a strength training session beforehand mm. Have some healthy options that you know are there. Stay hydrated, and then the other thing I would just throw in—it's not necessarily a tip, but hey, you know, life sometimes just happens. You know, it's your kid's birthday party, it's the Christmas, the work Christmas party, it's it's the family gathering. Sometimes you just know, and you're just like, hey, I only get this thing once a year. You know, again, I'll just keep picking on Aunt Helen. I don't actually have an Aunt Helen. <laughs> this is name that came to me, but you okay. know, Aunt Aunt Helen always brings that pie, and it's like the best pie I ever had. You know what? That's fine. Don't beat yourself up about it. Just go in with intention. I know I'm going to go off my plan this one day. I'm going to have a half a slice of Aunt Helen's pie and I'm going to be okay with that. I'm not going to beat myself up the next day about it. I'm going to take all the steps I can to mitigate some of the stuff I just said or, or even other things. And then the next day, I'm back on the plan. And that's okay. As long as you go in with intention and don't beat yourself up about it. Have a plan is, I guess, was really what I'm saying.
0: Well, that sounds good. And I think you're going to enjoy that gathering a lot more than if you were spending the whole time trying not to eat your favorite pie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that doesn't sound any fun, you know.
1: Can I share a quick story, you That'd be okay. Yeah, please. Yeah. So a couple of years back, my wife's, uh, my wife's, my mother-in-law's side of the family is a ranching family. So, um most of them aren't in that anymore you know through the generations they've all gone and done other things but uh one at one, one family in the, in the in the family tree was recognized for homesteading on the same property for 100 plus years or something. so they had this big community party all the neighbors etc and then all the extended family got invited so was, this is the first time me and my kids ever got to go to this to this farm and everything like that so it was a huge huge gap it was fantastic and it was kind of like potlucky sort of thing as well so all the, you know, some of my wife's extended found that I've never even met before. Like, these are not people that came to our wedding or anything like way, way, way extended. Right. Well, wow. you no. Know, and they made these homemade like strawberry rhubarb pies and peach cobblers and et cetera, et cetera. Like, you know, this is like traditional cooking from the heart. When are you going to ever have this again? Right. So, you know, I, i am good using the same strategies, right. Trying to mitigate it, exercise early, go fasted, et cetera. You know, so I take a little sliver of, of like, you know, two or three different varieties. And I, I remember my wife's cousin said, Hey, I, I don't, I didn't think that was part of your, uh, your nutrition plan. I said, Hey, like, when am I going to have this opportunity again? I'm coming with attention, but also knowing myself, I know I'm going to have some inflammation. I'm going to have some joint pain tomorrow and I'm okay with that. I know how to mitigate that. Sure enough, the next morning woke up I usually get in my knees but my hands like I couldn't even it was like I had arthritis in my hands I oh, couldn't wow. even open them up but I has got up got on my gym gear went to the hotel gym and this was in a different location uh went to the hotel gym and just did some exercise burned it you know got got a sweat on everything worked you know everything worked itself out and you know I was fine with that and of course you know, there's some supplements and stuff I took as well but you know so just you know personal example like hey, I'm not going to be there again. This is a joyous occasion, once in a hundred year event, literally. And I'm going to enjoy it and be part of the, you know, I'm not going to be that guy who's like, oh, does anybody have this or can I, you know, or whatever. Like, I'm just going to enjoy and be part of the celebration. And and of course, and then mitigate the risks as, as I needed to.
0: Oh, that yeah. I I guess it does make a difference on how severe your symptoms are going to be, obviously. Like if somebody had a seizure disorder or something, they would want to avoid those desserts. But if you, yeah, you can just do a little extra workout or some extra water or whatever, then um, yeah, I guess we're all individuals. But
1: yeah, I um, I was just, I was just going to say, Maggie, like we all got to know ourselves pretty good, right? So obviously if you had something serious, you wouldn't go do that right like you know right if somebody had a shellfish allergy it's like well we, we could probably <laughs> mitigate that no no no. you know stay away from that you know, gotcha. So yeah, you know, we all have to know ourselves yeah and i'm huge on individuality customization testing etc like i alluded to earlier
0: great well those are some good tips um well anything else you would like to add for uh the listeners and and where can they find um you mentioned your website with your new longevity tracker coming out, but where where else can people find you?
1: Yeah, I'm all over social media, so it's either Deepak Sany Health, Deepak Sanie Performance, uh, on, Link- Deepak Saini Performance okay. on LinkedIn, Deepak Performance on LinkedIn, Health on most other platforms, and I, you know, post all over. You know, sometimes different things on different platforms, but you get the the gist. I have a YouTube channel, Deepak Saini Health. Uh, some very interesting content, over 100 videos there if people want to check things out. But yeah, I would say the number one best step for people is, yeah, go download that uh, that tracker, see some information and start making some small habit changes and see if they work for you. Some, maybe not all of them will resonate with you. Some will. And the ones that do, you know, go forward with them. So again, I'll just say that again is I'm sure it'll be in the show notes as well. DeepakSanyHealth.com slash freebie to download that.
0: Oh, very good. Do make sure you go to his website and download that freebie, the tracker. Again, it's com slash freebie. Thanks again for listening to the Off of the Couch podcast. Take a small step. See you next week.